All right, guys. So welcome back to the Talk or Go Home podcast. I'm Nick Wilson, and to my left, I've got the one and the only, the legend, Brandon Farmer. Brandon, what's up, man? What's up? How are you? Been good, man. Awesome, awesome. So today, we're going to talk about Christmas, the holidays, New Year's, that kind of thing. That's it. There's a lot of stuff here. I've got our notes for the show, and there's all, we have a lot to talk about. I, I need to look at those, too. <laughs> remind me. Yes. Don't worry. I, I, we'll, uh, we'll throw them around. The last episode, you know, we talked about our favorite music, favorite band, favorite singer, that kind of thing. Yeah. Is is there any... Do you have any regrets? I about, do. You do? <laughs> okay, so what? So I, I'm good on mine. I've gestated on it. I've thought about it. I've really kind of soaked it all in, and I think I'm going to stick to my favorite song. Yeah, Yeah. my favorite song, my favorite everything. But what about you? Because I told you this the other day. Yeah, we talked about it after the episode. No, my favorite band would be Mercy Me. That's my favorite band. And so you, you even said it. You so, said it. Yeah, that was my guess. Yeah. That was my guess. So it's yeah. not Matchbox 20. But I was trying to go back to when music, when we were talking about music really hit me during that time. Matchbox was my favorite band up until that point. So Mercy Me is my band. That's the one that now. you are like committed to. Yes. So okay. you decommitted from Matchbox 20. Even though you pretty much sent in your letter of intent. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm I'm using this this yeah bump them bump them down to number two. Okay, if you want to say that. Yeah, I, I didn't know how far that college athletic scholarship metaphor was going to go with right. that whole situation there, but now you're committed to Mercy Me. So that's, that's why though. Why are they your favorite? Uh, I know we've talked about this, but let's let's rehash I, it. I, I'm a Christian, and so I I try to. They just relate to what I what I believe in as far as being you know believing Jesus Christ and all that stuff. So, and in a lot of Bart Miller's music that he writes, he writes it in a way that whatever he's feeling at that moment in time in his life, and it just relates to me. I don't know why I couldn't. T- I mean, just his lyrics and stuff, but they just do. And I think I can tell you why. I don't know why I say. It. I don't know why, but I can tell you why because we're all one in Christ and we all believe in Him. Because he relates to a lot of people who listen to his music, also. That's it. That's the that's the basic of it. How do you feel about? Uh, I can only imagine. Nick Wilson, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I love that song. I love that song. Te- you you know some stuff about that song, do you not? Yeah. yeah okay. Well, yeah. well share, I mean, I will, um, share, dude. Talk, man. Talk or go home. Okay. I'm a, if I share too much, I'm gonna feel like I'm a I'm a like. Just a weirdo who <laughs> just, you know, just. You're don't. proselytizing over here about random Christian. Well, they're not random, but, just, but Christian rock. That's, I mean, just, they're your favorite music group, and we can't talk about Mercy Me without talking about this song, especially after you told me what you're about to tell them about this song, which is crazy. It's a crazy fact, but go ahead. Well, it's the number one recorded um, Christian song of all time. His dad passed away from cancer, and he. I think in back in ninety one, I believe. And he had this he had after his dad died, he had this phrase in his head, I can only imagine what his grandma told him, you know, what his what his dad is uh doing in heaven. And that phrase stuck in his mind for the longest period of time and, and he would have a journal that he would write down on. He'd write in it, I can only imagine that phrase over and over and over again. And so, skip along to when they're in, you know, when him and the band got together and they formed Mercy Me. He's pretty much, they've had this tryout of some sort uh, with a bunch of guys, a bunch of labels from Nashville who are trying to get them, you know, in the music business. But they pretty much turned him down and said, hey, look, you know, we just don't think you're there yet at all. Well, Barton didn't agree. He was very mad and upset about it, but his, but his music agent at the time was telling him, "Look, whatever you're feeling deep down inside, whatever you're holding, you need to go back and just release all that and let it go and just start writing about what how you feel." And so he went back and he did that. Well, after his dad passed, had already passed, you know, he went back in his journal and was looking through what he had written and he's trying to come up with some lyrics for the song mm-hmm. that he's trying to write. 
He's like, you know, I can't figure this out. But in every page he's got written down, I can only imagine. And he's like, okay, God, I, God, I get it. You know, I get it now. So and he wrote the song in about 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 10 minutes from not stopping. You know how I, I told you that seems like a lot of people who write songs, a lot of artists who write songs, they they get into it, but, had, you know, not quite what they, yeah. they end up going back and rewording it or whatever. But on this song, he didn't have to do that at all. He wrote it all, same lyrics and everything, kept it all the way to the, you know, the day it is now, and uh, wrote, yeah, wrote it in 10 minutes. That's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Because when I, I'm not a musical person. You are. You're, you're a lot more musically inclined than I am. But I know as somebody that really enjoys music, that somebody is creative. Like when I'm thinking of a video idea, you know, I've got a video idea, a short film, whatever you want to call it, idea in my mind right now. But that idea, I like to sit on it and I like to think about it. That idea has changed so many different times. It's taken on a lot of different forms. I can, I can't, I mean, I can't imagine what it's like, no pun intended, but yeah. what it was like for him to just have that song creatively just come out. But when you hear the context of the story of that song in the background of, you know, it involving the death of his dad and what his grandfather had told him or yeah. his grandmother had told him, you know, I can only imagine what your dad's doing in heaven right now. I, I can kind of understand because it's so emotionally powerful for him, for Bart, that I'm sure he thought about it for years. Obviously, you said he wrote it down over and over again in his journal. He obviously had time to gestate on it. And when it came time to actually put that down on a piece of paper, it, you know, he, whether he did it consciously or subconsciously, he knew what he wanted. Yeah, it was, it was a lifetime of, of pain, but of, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go into the story real deep or go into it, into the entire thing, but, you know, his dad beat him when he was younger. Yeah, and he was a at that time he was a horrible dad, and but when his dad got cancer, his dad wanted to make things right, and by making things right, he Bart had went away for a little while after he graduated high school and stuff, and was doing you know stuff with the band and all that, and when his dad had gotten to the Bible and he started listening to started reading and started listening to the radio mm -hmm. with different pastors, local pastors around. He was listening to at local churches around there. So when Bart got back, he completely changed. His dad was totally different from what he used to be. But he couldn't, He couldn't. you know, his dad came up to him and said, hey, can, can you forgive me? And he's like, or can God, you know, can God forgive me for all these things? He forgives everybody else, right? And, you know, he's asking Bart this, and he's like, yeah, Dad, you know, of course he can forgive you, but I can't. So Gosh. that was just, it was... That's where it all led from. So he led his Bart in a way led his dad to Christ, but in a way, you know, his dad led himself and by taking upon himself to to do them things and take that next step. But he said him uh, Bart said that they had a wonderful four years during that time to catch up on a lot of things. He basically he never knew about his dad about and. So that's where the song ties into, and, and that's where it, it meets back to where it is now. And to tell you why it does so much for me, because I do sing at church, and you do listen to me when I sing and stuff. So I take that kind of stuff, and whatever I'm feeling at that time, whatever I'm going through, I put it towards my music at church. And that's that's what I try to do. And so I, I don't know. That's how I relate to it, I guess. That's an incredibly powerful story. I don't know. I don't care who you are. You can't deny that. The role that God played in those two men's lives is, I mean, it's just, it's it's really awesome. And, and Bart creatively for being able, I mean, him being able to somehow wrap his mind around all of that and emotionally compress that, that relationship with his father, that really complicated relationship with his dad yeah. and with God into a song is just mind-boggling to me. I, and I know... It can never truly capture what Bart was feeling in that moment, but just the fact that man, that's the context around that song, which I think you know just about everybody has heard. Even if they haven't heard the song, they've heard the music. So that I don't know that story just resonates with me, and it's it's that's really powerful. Yeah, that's that song, really really powerful. Yeah, that song resonates, I believe, with a lot of people. 
It's a very powerful song. So, yeah. Anyway, so they're your favorite my, band. They're my favorite band, and that's why. So that's why that that yeah. background that story. Yeah. And I think you know when you look at a lot of what this show is is us talking about what our opinion is or what our favorite thing is or what we think the best thing in a certain situation is. And if you haven't caught on yet, which I think you and I were talking about this the other day, and I was talking with your dad about it the other day as well, we think these things and we have these opinions because we've all had unique experiences Mm -hmm. and we've all come to terms with these ideas, concepts, facts, experiences in different ways. And so that's why your favorite band is not my favorite band. You know, that's kind of what makes us human, right? Is our own free will to go about and choose and experience different things in different ways and think about those things in different ways to have the freedom to think about those things in different ways. Yeah. You know, we're lucky enough that we live somewhere where we can do that. Right. But going kind of along and looking and continuing that theme of the show, which is kind of developed, it's December, I think today's December 30th, December 31st, something like that. Yeah, it's, something like r- that. Regardless, <laughs> New Year's hasn't hit yet. Right. And Christmas, we, we've both been through, you know, we just got done having Christmas. I think this is the perfect episode to talk about kind of like our favorite holiday stuff, you know, yeah. our favorite holiday memories and foods and, you know, Christmas gifts. And then maybe, you know, at the end, talk about what our New Year's resolutions are. How much are. do you love Christmas? On a scale of one to 10, it's immeasurable. That's how much I love Christmas. That's like awesome. I, I get, I get this childlike, I don't know, man, Christmas is special to me. It was special to me as a young kid. Because, you know, there was Santa and there was family and there was, you were out of school and, but now it's special to me because for a lot of different reasons, some of them are the same. Some of them are very different than when I was a kid. Obviously the gifts don't matter to me as much as they do any, right. and, yeah. as they used to. They don't matter really at all. Right. It, actually, I, I get more excited now about giving gifts to people I care about than I do about receiving gifts yeah but christmas is my favorite holiday and and it's because it takes me back to a time it emotionally and mentally transports me back to several different years of my life that were just so special and and amazing and magical man that that i really cannot describe to you what it means to me but other than just using the term magical yeah yeah you know, going back to music, I love Christmas music, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, Bing Crosby. So, Woo. Yeah. So when you when you when that starts up, when it gets going, and it's that time of year, yeah, I love it, man. It's a magical, magical part, part of the time of the year. And you know, a lot of the criticism this year has been on people those those that have decided to begin slowly putting their toes or their feet in the wa- in the Christmas spirit in the water, so to speak. Before Thanksgiving's over with, yeah, I don't know how do you, how do you how did you feel about that? Uh, I wasn't one of those people, but no, I mean, we'll we we'll, we normally put our tree up after Thanksgiving. Yeah, hold off until then. Thanksgiving it's it's got its own too, so we gotta you know wait until it's over and let you know let it be. Yeah, get our tree up and start getting our gifts and all that stuff underneath it. I don't ever remember a time as a kid of my parents putting up any sort of Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving. But now yeah. I had several friends whose parents November one, Christmas tree was going up. Really? Yes. Like it was November <sighs> you know that early. That's early. That is very early. Yes. But um, their thinking behind it was, you know, I want to enjoy it. I'm right, gonna enjoy yeah. it for eight weeks. So Yeah. And a lot of people do. I mean if you that's if that's if that's your thing, that's what you want to do, you you'll have a full two months of it. <laughs> full two months of Christmas. Yeah. So I mean I don't know. That's always how we were in our household. We didn't really get the Christmas tree up until after Thanksgiving, so we just kind of, that's what we do now. Well, what's your favorite, I guess, Christmas memory. or holiday? Yeah, holiday memory. I guess my favorite one, before as we were growing up, I, I was, what, 14, 13, 14 at the time, and we had just moved in our new house where my mom and dad live now. Mm-hmm. And um, just because there's a brand new house and everything. When and, was that, 93? Uh, 94? Well, we moved in, I think, at the end of 97. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a little early. In right. 97. Gotcha. Going into 98. 
but we had a big time Christmas uh, party and all that stuff. Uh, Dad got me a Nintendo 64 with oh, the game yeah. system, yeah. you know, football game on it. But that one was probably more memorable to me. I know there's some in my younger years too, even younger than that, here and there. But I mean, I'm trying to remember what kind of what kind of gifts I would get. I, I don't know. We. <laughs> I mean, you would always get bicycles and stuff like that for Christmas. Those would always be kind of big during that time, you know, roll out a big bicycle, and that was all be the cool thing, you know, being younger. Other than that, getting in 64, got a PlayStation 2 one Christmas, stuff like that, Dad surprised me with. That Dad's a big surpriser. Yeah. He always yeah. wants to, you know, come out there, get your Christmas gifts and everything, and then he'll wait till that last second where we all think we're all done and bring something else out. Those kind of things are memorable and, and surprising. So, I mean, those are mine. You got I, any? Well, so, and we still do this. Christmas Eve, we all go to my grandmother's house. Yeah. All the family. So my dad has an older sister and an older brother. All of them, their spouses, their kids, their kids' kids. Yeah. All We all go to Grandma and Papa's house. Before, so in 2011, a tornado came through. A series of tornadoes came through Alabama. Sadly, that tornado, one of the tornadoes came through where we lived and completely destroyed their home. But in this in this home that they had, I think they built it in 1988 on the river. Yeah. It's right on the river. And it was it was just, I don't know, man. Christmas there was awesome because it was a big house. It was where my mom, right, yeah. or, uh, not my mom, where my dad grew up and where he went to, it was a home where, you know, he went to high school. He... When we stayed over at Grandma and Papa's house, we would we would sleep in Dad's old bedroom. It was just kind of I don't know. It was it was really awesome, really cool. It was a cool looking house. But I can remember one time in this old house. They have a different house now, obviously, same location, but a little smaller, a little different. But this old this this previous house, pre tornado. Yeah. The family gathering area was just it was just massive. So it's where the whole family could gather. Right. Well, I can remember one Christmas, my cousin Brad. <laughs> Like running out onto the onto the porch next to the onto the deck next to the this big room. It was there was a wraparound porch, so it went around the whole house yeah. and looked overlooked the river. And he ran out there, him and my cousin Katie, his sister, and my cousin Matt. They pointed up at the sky, and this was at like maybe eight o'clock on Christmas Eve. Yeah, they pointed up at the sky and said, "Look, look, holy, I, I, holy crap! I think I just saw. Was that Santa's? Was that Santa's sleigh?" That I saw. And so, you know, me and my little brother were, I don't know, I must have been eight at the time. And Reagan had to have been like six. I may have been younger. We may have been younger than that. Seven. He he was maybe five. Right. And so we run out onto the deck and we're looking up and we're just like, what, what, what's going on? You know, we're just, we're freaking out, you know. And, And that right there, you know, you've got family. You've got good memories, and and you've got the magic of Christmas all kind of rolled up into one there, and that that memory just, and you know, I, I think back on that, and I have a lot of family that is no longer with us, that yeah. was there in that memory. Things have changed. We're all older. We're all a little different, shaped by our experiences through life differently, and it's just to go back to that time of innocence, man, is is really. I get really wistful and, and nostalgic thinking about it, yeah. but that's got to be one of my favorite memories. That that just sticks out to me. Yeah. That's something that every year at Christmas I think about. For yeah. some reason, I don't know why, but it just had a really big impact on me. And I think that's a part of the magic of Christmas is you are at some point transported back to your childhood years. But I don't know. You've got kids. Tell Tell me what it's like. I don't have any kids, but tell me what it's like having been a kid and experiencing Christmas as a kid and then experiencing it as a parent, you know, well, when you're watching the, your kids um, on Christmas morning, open up those gifts from Santa. So as you're talking, you're just reminding me of what, what I'm forgetting. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, it's fine. I just, I guess, cause I've, it's so easy to, cause you know, a couple of memories, you know, I've, I've had two pawpaws pass away here recently. So one of them on my mom, my mom's dad, he would always read, you know, when Jesus was born, each and every Christmas, we would all gather around and he would, I remember them times where he would read the Bible and, and do all that stuff. That is another memory I had, I just did not say. You just tend to forget about the little stuff about that. 
But being a parent now, it's a joy that you take. Sharing them what the meaning is of Christmas, first of all, and then why you're getting these things. But it's not about the stuff that you get, of course. It does make you know, Christmas what it is. No, it's a joy watching you, you go out and you go get the presents for, for them and you go put it underneath the tree and you can't wait. You're more excited yourself to see what what they're getting and what they're about to open up and, the, and uh, the smiles and the joy on their faces and all that stuff. So that's the exciting part about it. But you, you do have to sit back and, you, you know, more importantly, teach them, teach them what it means and what Christmas is all about. So that's what we get joy out of. That uh, that right there. So I'm, I kind of I don't know the transition for me from wanting to receive gifts on Christmas, yeah, to wanting to give gifts on Christmas, happened probably. It solidified about two years ago, but it began about five or six years ago. Longer than that, really. I yeah. was still in high school, and now, last year, one of my greatest memories. And I guess we can kind of talk about, you know, what our favorite Christmas gift was. Even though I'm going to consider this my favorite Christmas gift, I'm I'm not getting it. I'm giving it. Yeah. So, you know, but anyway, not that I'm not thankful for everything that I received as a kid because Santa was very good to me. Yes. Yeah. But my favorite Christmas gift was last year. I've got, I've got two little cousins. And they mean a whole heck of a lot to me. And they're uh, they they both they both play sports here at Asheville High School. And so I gave both of them. I have the good fortune of being around the athletics programs here a lot, and taking a lot of photos and doing a bunch of creative media stuff and video. You know, we've talked about that on this podcast yeah. before. So for their Christmas, I decided to make a not a, it's not a collage. But it is, it is kind of like a collage. That sounds really not not like <laughs> what I wanted it to be right. because it's yeah. not a collage. Because yeah. that sounds really it, – it, it doesn't properly encapsulate the what the thing is that what I got. You, anyway, I took a bunch of pictures of them playing football at practice and in games and that kind of thing. And matched it up and created a giant kind of like panoramic. It's really hard to explain. <laughs> yeah. So, but created I I a giant. Showed, I, I think I showed them to you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Last year. And had them framed. Yeah. And I gave remember, them to them. And I gave them to them. I, I specifically remember it was after a local wrestling tournament. We had basketball games here at home. So I had to be here. But they had a wrestling, not a wrestling tournament, but a wrestling match against a rival school right down the road yeah. in the in the same county. Well, they finished with the match before the basketball games were over with, so I text them, and this was probably a week, maybe eight or nine days before Christmas. So we were right there at the end of school. School was about to get out for the Christmas holidays. Yeah. And I, I text Foo, and I said, you know, y'all swing by, and I'll give you and Pookie your Christmas presents. And so they had to come back anyway because they had to get Pookie's truck. Anyway, they come they come into the classroom, and I'd wrapped them in this like brown, like that old parcel paper yeah, that the post office yeah. used to use. And you know they used the twine. Yeah. To, and so I, I wrapped it in that. So you wrapped it in that, and then used the twine or all yeah. the little. Or yeah. Is it twine or is it kind of like rope, like a small yeah. type rope? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's it's a little too big and thick to be twine. Yeah. Same texture and consistency. I got you. I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh had it sitting there in my classroom and they walked in and they walked in and they just they just kind of like looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of looked at him and it was like and then they just looked at me and I said, "Well, open it, you know. Like, <laughs> I know what to do open with it. it like it's yours, open it. Yeah. Merry Christmas." And so they opened it and one of them <laughs> Was visibly like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. The other one, <laughs> the younger one, was like, okay, that's pretty cool. You know? It's so, <laughs> but they, you know, they both hugged me and said, thank yeah. you, you know, that kind of thing. And 
but in that moment, I was just so happy that I could give them something that they could appreciate that meant something both to me and to them. You know, it, it, that, that is something that they will, that they're emotionally attached to yeah, and that they will cherish because of that emotional attachment for the rest of their lives. And they'll cherish it more once they get a little bit older too. Yeah. And they'll yeah. look back and say, man, you know, I, I am pretty, pretty fortunate Nick was able to do this. You know, for yeah. us and make this for us because you know it's something to have to show their kids exactly and grandkids as they get older. And so those are that that right there. That's probably the best gift I've ever given, right? Because yeah. it made them so. It affected them so emotionally, yeah, and it affected their parents so emotionally. Their their mom and dad are separated, but they great people, you know, and they both have they both have their own respective families now, right? But, you know, uh. Their mom texts me a little bit after that, maybe a day later or something like that, and said, you know, thank you, this is amazing. The boys, you know, hung them up immediately. They wanted to hang them up in their room. I wouldn't let them. We put it up in the hallway yeah. where everybody could see it, that kind yeah. of thing. And so it was, it was really, it was really probably the best experience I have associated with a gift at Christmas. And so I guess those are the loose definitions of what our yeah. favorite gift is. But that that experience right there was really really awesome. Yeah, those are the cool things to do about Christmas is when you start giving gifts out yourself and um, you know friends outside of family, but friends and and um, people you associate with each and every day, maybe at work, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, that's really another cool thing about Christmas. We love we love doing also for sure. What about you? What's your favorite gift? Received or given. Either or. Either or. Because uh, I did given, so you can do given or received. Received. Well. I really don't know no, what my, mine is received-wise. My, my younger brother, if you, I know you know for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, some reason that, that punk got a dirt bike each and every, or not each and every, but he he would get a dirt bike. I know he at least got two. <laughs> Can't remember if he, I know he for sure got one during Christmas time. The other one may have been for his birthday. I never got a dirt bike, Nick. Never? Never got a dirt bike. Really? Yeah. I had to wait until I was 20-something years old until I got me one. <laughs> so That's awful. They would never give me one for some reason. I guess, I don't know. I guess because I didn't beg for one. I was about to say, did you beg. ask for one? I guess I didn't. You know. No, but the stuff, I guess, uh, I'm trying to think. Um... I guess we're going back to the Clinton Ham, uh, Ham and Spam, the video games, man, the consoles and stuff. Those were the big things during that time. Yeah, growing for for me growing up, and whenever we got one, it was kind of like a big deal. So probably when sixty four came out and Dad got me one and, and PlayStation two, like I said a while ago, those were the the big gifts I remember getting, and a cell phone. May I add? Really? You got what? a cell phone for Christmas. What year? I want to believe this was O two. O two? Yeah. This was right at you know Did it weigh three hundred pounds? Huh? <laughs> no, actually it was probably you was, know, it was singular. Okay. Um, yeah. When they came out. I bet it's about that big. You know, one about like that. So for those of you listening, he's got like a spread of like I don't know what. How tall is that? As tall as an iPhone yeah, it's eleven. About as tall as an per, iPhone. Like Max. An iPhone Maybe Max, just or? a tad bit smaller than an iPhone actually, and uh, height wise, height wise, yeah. yes. And, you know, just got your up and down button on the screen, and, <laughs> yeah. But you could put like different cases on it too, so I put a basketball case on. Really, it, you know, yeah. Just, so, um, yeah, you were about what uh, eight? <laughs> In oh, <laughs> oh, oh, two? oh two, I would have been. In December of oh two, I would have been seven. Would you have been seven? I was seven years old, man. Yeah. That is crazy, dude. Good times, dude. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, that that those and a cell phone because, you know, you know, forbid all these kids now who've got cell phones at the age of eight, yeah, you know. It's crazy. Um, and I didn't have one until I was well after 18. Well... What did you do? Because I remember what I did with my first cell phone. What did I do with it? Yes. I just text people. That's all I did. That's all there was. That's all there was. You didn't have texting? No. There was no texting then. I mean, 
when texting started to come out, you had to pay so much for each text message. Yes. That was insane. So, I mean, there was no texting. It was all calling. How many minutes did you have? That I can't remember. I have no idea. I'm did sure. you ever run out of minutes? Uh, I guess it, it – no, I don't know. It came with whatever uh, mom and dad, whatever plan they had on the cell phone-wise, but uh, <laughs> I have no idea. It's crazy to think about yeah, where we yeah. were in 2002 so, so to where it, we are now. Just All right. Let's just – so when you got your first cell phone, yes. was Texan already established? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean – It was I, – I got. I remember I got an LG – it was back when flip, phone, flip phones were the thing. Yeah. And I got an LG flip phone. I can still remember it to this day. Like it had a camera that would rotate. And yeah. so like – you could you could face it in the in the back, yeah, or you could rotate it to the front and take a selfie. So what year was, would this would have been? God, uh, man, I re- I really don't know. I was in middle school, so I would have been probably probably in the seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade, which was God. How long ago was that? That would have been what oh six oh seven somewhere in there. I think oh seven oh seven sounds about right because I was in the eighth grade. Yeah, so it was oh seven oh seven. Okay, cool. Yeah, oh seven or oh eight, somewhere in there. Yeah. And then after that, I got my first smartphone. It was it was when Microsoft was releasing their smartphones, and yeah. I got a Microsoft smartphone. It was awful. You couldn't do anything on it. Really, there were no apps, none, no apps at all. So it was just like a touchscreen. It was just like having a touchscreen phone with an OK camera, and and you couldn't download music. You couldn't download music to it. Right. There was no music app available on the Microsoft Store, so nice. it was just—I don't know—it was—it was really frustrating. I didn't get my first smartphone until like 2010. Really? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Well, that's—I yeah, mean, that's, that. it may have been a year before that. It, we got to remember the first iPhone didn't come out until '07. Yeah, I definitely so, had the first iPhone. I had an iPhone four. So when the iPhone 4 come out? Yeah, you're about right. 10, yeah. 11, somewhere in there, I think. Yeah. I think. Don't quote me on that, people. Yeah. But anyway, so what's your most memorable? That um, I've received? Gift? And I didn't I didn't give what I had, I've given to people, so which you could go a thousand roads down, I guess. Yeah. On, on well, do, do that. I mean, if if you want to go ahead and talk about it. Uh, do, you, do you know? Let me, let me, let me gather I'll thoughts on it. I'll let you think about it, it while let I tell you about it. Let me think about while you tell me yours. So... Growing up, we had this friend that lived right next door to my grandparents. Same grandparents that I've talked about about the whole Christmas Eve thing. Lived yeah. on the river. And the, it was their summer house, lake house. So they would come up from Birmingham and hang out, that kind of thing. Well, they had a golf cart. It was a camouflaged Yamaha golf cart with all-terrain tires, a gun rack on it. Dumping, but like it was fancy, man. Yeah, it, you know you could, and it had. I still have never seen a golf cart like it. Actually, or was it an Easy Go? Was it an Easy Go or a Yamaha? Oh, I can't remember. I think it was a. I think it was an Easy Go. Never mind. Excuse me. I think it was an Easy Go. Okay. Anyway, and so we we wanted. God, man, we wanted a golf cart so yeah, bad, right? Because they had this golf cart. My buddy had this golf cart, and we would ride around on it, drive, pretend to play like. Uh, cowboys cops and, and robbers yeah and cops stuff. and robbers cowboys and indians that kind of thing we would come up with all these scenarios in our mind and you know we would pretended we were in the military and fighting and how we would have airsoft wars and that kind of thing in this thing it was awesome great for kids with imagination oh yeah and so we ran with it well we wanted one my brother and i and so one year for christmas my mom and dad got us this they got us a golf cart yeah it was green it was a yamaha it was green with white seats and it had a it was lifted, <laughs> and it Which had is the green is your standard. It, it's pretty standard color. Yeah, for, you know, and it it was your typical yeah looking golf course golf cart golf cart. Yeah. But it was lifted. It had all terrain tires on it, and it had a modified bed. And this was how long? And it, it and it and it had a brush guard. <laughs> really? This would have been late two thousands. Okay, which was not. You know, it's they have kind of ramped up in popularity, you know, yeah. a little bit. So, oh six, I, I want to say, yeah, 
So oh, it was very probably, rare you saw one lifted up. It was probably 11. Yeah. Oh, it was extremely rare. Right. But I can remember walking down into the garage on Christmas. You know, it was one of those things kind of like you said that your dad does. We'd opened up everything and then dad yeah. was like, but wait. But wait, there's more. You right, know? right. So we walked down into the basement, and there it is. And we, I can remember it was so cold. I'd be God, cool. it was so cold. Yeah. But we stayed on that thing all day and just <laughs> rode. And see, I grew up on seven acres. Now yeah. it's now we have 15, but at the time we had seven. So we had plenty of trails oh, to yeah. just, you know, through the Take woods. That's fun. Yeah. And, and it was really fun when our buddy would come down and bring his golf cart over, or we would bring ours over there. And we had two vehicles, and we could, you know, like, I mean, it was awesome. Yeah, do do whatever. Just let our imaginations run wild. Right. And, and I remember we had that, that golf cart for years, uh, and then somebody broke it. <laughs> so, Usually what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got, the older we got, the more rough we got with it. And right. I, I can remember by the, by the time Dad got rid of it, the steering wheel was just so loose, man. Like yeah. it was just so the front end was so messed up, <laughs> so messed up. We'd run into trees with it and run over stuff with it, and it was it was it. Was, I remember one time we we <laughs> it was in the winter. It was over Christmas break. It had rained a lot. Yeah, and so we got a tire. And this actually this may have been the death of the golf cart. We got a tire and we took a rope and and attached the tire to the back of the golf cart and went back into this field. We call it the back forty. One of these fields that we have, and we took it through the mud, and we, it's like we were inner tubing in the mud. Oh, really? Pulling just, that tire behind the, the golf cart. Yeah, just side. going in just, circles. Yeah. Each one of us would take turns. You know, all the kids in the neighborhood, we, uh, there were about four or five of us, including my brother and myself, and we would sit in the, in the tire at, like it was an inner tube. And just mud everywhere, and we just had a ball, man. And that's but one thing I, you know, us Southerners know how to do. We know how to have fun, especially when it involves mud and a tire <laughs> right. and a, some kind of vehicle. So it, that was that's a really really cool memory. I, I just remember that golf cart really playing a huge role, a big part of my life for yeah. several years. That I mean, my childhood. That, that that was a part of my childhood. It was one of those anchor points of, of my childhood, and that's why I think I consider it probably the best gift that I received. It was from my brother as well. Yeah. So it really, really made a huge impact on us. Yeah, those are fun times. Good times, man. Like, like I said, Christmas is all about memories. That's it. But but that's what about it. you? What about your – have you thought about a, a gift that you've given? <sighs> I mean – no, not really. No. Unless you, you know. Well, how about how about this? How about let's take a short break. Okay. And then you can talk about it when we come back. I'll try to. <laughs> All right, man. Sounds good. We'll see y'all here in a sec. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, folks, so we're back. Brandon, have you thought about that gift? I have thought about it. All right, what's up? Very, Tell us about very it. intensely, I guess. The, the most memorable gift that you've given? Brandon Jr., my oldest, he's 10 now, but at the time he was four, four years old. Young buck. Yeah, and so like I talked about his uncle getting a dirt bike uh, for Christmas, something I never gotten. That I really wanted, I wanted very badly, um, but enough on me. And um, so I got Brandon, <clears throat> my son Brandon Jr. I got him one. I got him a little PW fifty. And at the time, I was riding a lot, so and he wanted one very badly too. So I got him one. And uh, so it was special. It meant so, a lot yeah. to both of you. Yeah. So. Uh, that one probably the most memorable for me, giving something to somebody. I'm sure I 
I'm I'm giving something to Amanda. But I well, it's a good it's a good thing she doesn't listen to the podcast. Know, you know what really. was funny is at Thanksgiving we were I I visited with y'all's family at Thanksgiving and she said we were talking about the podcast at the dinner table after we all got done eating and she goes yeah I I don't listen to the podcast I've never I've never yeah, she knows she don't and she's being very uh, truthful about that so I thought that was hilarious. She's like, I don't have time. I don't have time. Well, maybe I'm glad she don't have time because right now I can't think of anything <laughs> that you've given her. That I've given her, and so um, I don't want to be in the doghouse for that. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, it's it's also kind of funny too. Your brother, who we've got to have on at some point, and I think we are going to have no, him on. Think, you know, I don't think we need. You, to you have don't him. think we need well, to have him? Think, on? Okay, you know, all right. Well, you know, look, you know, if you don't think we need. Little punk got his dirt bike, so I'm just gonna, you know. No, well, I, no, we can have him on whenever. Well, he's he's a huge fan of the show. Oh, I know. He'll text me randomly and go, "Hey, when's the next episode coming out? When's the next episode coming?" Oh, out? really? He will. Like well, he's, he's texting me, you know, let me know about how you know podcast sounds good and everything and all that stuff. So, well, we were we were driving down to the Iron Bowl and it got really quiet in the truck and. Nobody was saying anything. Yeah, and he got, and just out of nowhere he goes, "Man, it'd be real nice if we had like a podcast to listen to or something." <laughs> I'm yeah. like, because yeah, he, he he's, he complains that we only come up with an episode every two weeks. He's like, "I want an episode every week. You know, I want to I want to listen. I want to listen. I want to listen." I was like, "Dude, you know, sorry, man, but production constraints. You know what I mean?" So and, right, and, and he's right. and your sister wants to be on as well. She's, oh really? Oh, she told me today. She's like, look, we've. I've, I want to be on. Wilson just invite the whole entire family for crying out loud. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We should invite your entire family: your mom, oh your dad, gosh. your sister, oh your brother, your wife. Nick, you know what you're asking for, right? It would you know. be. A, hey, the ratings would go through the roof if that happened. Oh, yeah. We had an <laughs> argument before the before the show is over. That'd be awesome. Well, so, so speaking of family, this kind of remind this is. The perfect segue. Favorite Christmas movie. For some reason, we like talking about movies on this podcast, but that's okay. Who cares? It's our podcast. We can do what we want. Yeah, that's right. And the reason I say speaking of family and movies and Christmas movies and all that, my favorite Christmas movie, top three, one of my top three Christmas movies, Okay. Christmas Vacation. All right. That movie cracked... I. No joke, I quote that movie year round. And I got a buddy that I work with who's a cinephile. He does he he and I we'll we'll be walking down the hallway or we'll be at like a seven on seven in the middle of June. Yeah. And we'll go, Grace, she died thirty years ago. <laughs> the movie is just it's so quote it's it's a it's a an amazing movie about the resilience that a man and and a woman have to have to deal with their family at Christmas. Their kids, their in-laws, their well, brothers I mean, and sisters. He's wanting to get the ultimate gift for the family. The swimming pool. And that's the family pool. The Jelly of the Month Club is, in, is what he ended up getting. <laughs> um, we talked about that on the, yeah, on the, we, yeah. on the, uh, the Clint and Hammy episode. Yeah. The, and the, Clint didn't know. Clint didn't know that the Jelly of the Month Club was actually a Jelly of the Month Club. He thought it was right. a gym membership. He thought, that's what he thought. Yeah, exactly. We talked about that in the podcast, I think, in that yeah. episode. Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. It's great. It's awesome. It's the what's your, I think the title is What's Your Favorite Video Game Featuring Hammond Spans Retro Review. Yeah. Go and take a listen to that. It's Brandon and I with Hammy and Clint from Hammond Spans Retro Review Podcast, and we talk about all kinds of stuff, man. But it, it was no, a good that, time. No, that movie's definitely in my... Can I want to say top three? Oh, it's top five. Top five. Yeah. Top five. Top five. So, what, what are the two you got? I've got so the Polar Express. That's a good one. So my, that's a good one. My I brother like, and yeah. I have a have a. We've kind of actually developed this on our own. When we were, I don't know, maybe in our, I was in middle school. He was a little younger. Yeah. So I was probably in seventh grade. He was probably. He would have been, ten, eleven, somewhere in there. Yeah. Christmas Eve night after we got back from Grandma and Papa's. We would sit down, change into our pajamas, turn on the TV, and watch. Mom and Dad would go to bed. They'd be like, "We're tired. We're you know, it's been a long day." They'd go to bed, but he and I would stay up and we would watch the Polar Express together. Yeah, that's a good and, movie. I forgot about that one. That one's, and we still do. We still 
we still the do bell, that. Man. Can you hear the bell? And 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 I think okay. Well, here's the thing. I think that's why that movie made such an Im- well. Now is why it has such an impact on me. Back then, it had such an impact because you know it was this grand, spectacular yeah. kind of adventure in the North Pole. But now I think it has a major impact on me because that's what that movie's about. It's about believing, right? And I still do. You can make fun of me. I'm a 24 year old man. I believe in Santa. You know, I do. I I know. I know that he's real. Let me just put it to you that way. Okay. And I hope that if that bell were real and if I ever did hear that bell, that I would I would still hear it ring. You still hear it ring? I would still hear it ring. That is what I hope because I love Christmas so much and I believe in the magic of Christmas so much. That I mean, that movie, like I'm getting chills right now just, just talking about that movie. <laughs> and, and Tom Hanks and just that story. Yeah, that's a good movie. I like it. Mean, uh, watching that one with the kids for sure that one, that one's a good one when I, I hear the it. music the soundtrack to that movie the score yeah dun, 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 dun. it's just like makes you tear up a little bit I, it's I, you are you are so you're patronizing me right now <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay yeah because I love that movie yeah I know you do and then the other one would probably have to be the year without is it the year without a Santa Claus? I think it's the year without a Santa Claus. Year without a Santa Claus. It's one of those old claymation Christmas movies that came on like ABC or CBS or NBC back in the sixties. I got you. It's it's the one with the heat miser and snow miser. Yeah. And Mother Nature and and Mrs. Claus has to convince, you know, Heat Miser and Snow Miser to, to help save Christmas to convince Santa Claus that everyone loves him and that he needs to come, you know. It's a great right. movie. Yeah. Great, great movie. Okay. And, uh, so you got a little bit of everything in there. You got oh, a little yeah. bit 2000s, kind of midway, got something in the 80s and going back to the 60s. All the way bit. back, man. All the way back. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, you know, we were talking about this a while ago, so... Number one, which you probably don't agree with a bunch. Yeah, I don't. We talked about this before we recorded the podcast, and I really... I love the Christmas story, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't... I really don't like that movie. I don't know why I watched that movie so much growing up, and I guess because at that maybe at that time, I was looking forward to getting maybe a BB gun, too, at some point, and I just... Related to that movie, um, yeah, such a. I know it's kind of goofy, but it's so goofy it takes me out of the Christmas spirit. Does it really? Yes, it's uh, the bunny scene. Are you kidding me? What the <laughs> crap is going on there? I, they have spend, we not been through that though? Th- have we th- not had this aunt, this one aunt who makes this stuff for us, and we go and we go and put it on, and it's not what we want. It's not yes. what we want to put on yes. at all. And Mama makes it put us on, yes. you know, regardless. Just to appease her. Right. Just to appease it, yeah. But still, it takes me out of it, man. Oh. It was just so... The lamp? I know that lamp is famous, but God, that... What? What? What Christmassy? How is that a Christmas... Did you see I the just, box? That it, did you see the box so, that it came in? I'm so upset right now. <laughs> I can't even properly describe how detrimental that movie is... <laughs> to my my christmas psyche it is i'm really i'm kind of getting angry right now like it's i do not like that movie at all oh nick come on man how many people are are listening to this podcast right now saying nick no they know that i give my opinions freely and they can agree with them or disagree with them it doesn't matter that is true you know you've got that right um I, and trust me, I think I know I'm in the minority. Okay. I know that that there are more people out there that love that that movie than don't, because otherwise it wouldn't be such a a hit. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I don't like that movie. I guess that I guess because that movie takes goes back to the is it the 40s? It goes back to 40s or 50s somewhere somewhere in, there. in that era. I think if that movie was because that movie came out in the early 80s. Yes. And so I believe if you were to have that movie anytime. That time period after that probably wouldn't have been as popular. But during that time period, makes it a more type of Christmas-like, I guess. So I know you don't uh, agree I mean, with who puts so their much. tongue on a cold pole? Huh? What? 
Well, it was a dare. It was a truth or dare game. Yeah, but who dares somebody to do that? We're kids, man. Who we'll dare anybody to do anything? I just I don't like that movie. <laughs> All right, let's I, move I, on. I, the, okay. I wish I, I, wish, make... I wish y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> so we'll we'll leave that one alone because Nick don't like it so much. So my number two would be Santa Claus by Tim Allen. Ah, oh, yes. Oh. Okay, that's top five for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love so that I, movie, man. Love that movie too. So we actually watched it not too long ago, and uh, yeah, I love that movie to death. That, and it makes a good, you know, we got talked about movies on trilogies and stuff. Santa Claus two and three are pretty really good movies. Would you agree? Have you seen all three of them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me just say this: Santa Claus is a great movie. Yeah, it is a great movie. Santa Claus. Yeah, one. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I mean, two, two and three have their merits. Yeah, of course, Christmas Vacation. It's always. I've got to hear Clark say, um, uh, <laughs> "What does the neighbor say when he brings the tree over?" He cuts down the. <laughs> oh, when he when he gets the <laughs> chainsaw he, out. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, I gosh, I can't remember. What does I the wish, neighbor I wish, say? I, wish I we forgot had, what the neighbor said. I wish we had Shay Monroe here. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He would definitely know. Um, Oh, I do not know. Bend Gosh. over and let me show you. Yes, yes. Oh, my <laughs> That's God. That's what Clark says. I yes. forgot what the neighbor said. Yeah, yeah. Bend over, uh, let me show you. Uh, Why don't you bend over and let me show you? That's what he right. says. Um, that one's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> that one's the a great one. The way, the way a, he delivers that line. Yeah. Gosh. How he said, the neighbor said, how dare you talk to me that way, Clark? He said, I wasn't talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. <laughs> anyway, and here's the thing: don't we all have a neighbor neighbors like that? Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you got neighbors like who just despise of what you do, no matter what you do. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially yeah. around Christmas time. I Absolutely. guess. Yeah. yeah. By the way, my brother-in-law. We we'll just call him. We we'll just Uh-oh. call him Shane. Okay, Shane. So I think you've talked about. I'm I'm doing air quotes <laughs> Shane before, but yeah. Yeah. Um. So I told my kids last night, I said, hey, do y'all want to go to the North Pole? And they were like, yeah, Dad, yeah, yeah. I said, well, it's just a mile down the street because his house is lit up so bright you can see it from my house. I mean, he has got uh, Wait a minute. candy canes. I mean, he's got, I mean, when he turns on, he is sucking the life out of everyone around there in that area, their power from them, he is so lit up around there. Are you jealous? Huh? Are you jealous? Maybe just a little there bit. There it is. But, there it is. <laughs> but he is Clark Griswold, by the way. He has got the lights up, and he's got it lit up like... Like no, but like, like aliens can see him from yeah, space lit yes, up. Yes, yes. Yes, our, um, <laughs> our United States intelligence are looking down and, and saying... They're using what NSA... In the world? NSA satellites and FBI satellites are going, well, there's old uh, Shane, in air quotes, <laughs> Shane. He, he's got his light set up again this year. They they I'm, won't I'm be serious, able dude. to I'm see... You need, no joke. I need, to he, drive, I need to drive by one night. I'm, I'm yeah. dead serious. Drive by because he's, he's got it lit up big time. I'm going to print off like a greatest... Christmas light setup certificate and pin it to his candy canes in his front yard. Yes, just yeah. to make him feel better about the fact that he's got a better light setup than you. <laughs> All right. All do, wait, right. Wait, wait, wait. Do you have any? Do you have anything out like yard decorations? Uh, no. Negative. What? Negative. Really? Not. Uh, Come I'm on, not a man. Decoration guy. I don't know why. Okay, I did put up a snowman. Well, there a couple you go. years back or more. Wait a minute, <laughs> a couple of years back, uh, yeah, not, this years, year, not this I year. I put up a snowman like four right. years ago, and it got it messed up. It got tore up. I was like, I'm not wasting my money on this stuff no more. I'm I'm just not doing it. I can't. like the snowman from Christmas with the Cranks. You ever seen that movie? Oh yeah, with, with Tim Allen well, and this, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, it wasn't quite that big. <laughs> we uh. Yeah, just kind of something like it. Christmas with the Cranks. That's a great movie. That is, that's too. A, that's a pretty, now that I'm thinking about it, that's a good yeah, movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. Yeah. We watch that one every once in a while. Yeah. But uh, what's some other good ones? 
Other good Christmas movies? Yeah, because Rudolph you're, you're, the Red Nosed Reindeer. That's your classic. And Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, that's yeah. your. That's your. Uh, Andy Griffith was in that. Fun fact. Yeah. That if is, you didn't know that. No, people. I knew that. That's, you're right. Correct. Fans of the show. All um, two of you. I was just trying to think any. any uh, man, what's the... Well, you know, if any of the fans out there want to submit, tell us what their favorite Christmas movies are, yeah, favorite holiday be. movies, you know, there's a link in the show notes where you can actually submit a voice message to us. Or if you want to give us ideas about another episode, they can do that too. Right, yeah. So, you know, if, if you want to share what you got going on with us, we'll get those voice messages and we can even play them in the, in the podcast. We might play a couple in the, in the next episode if you want to throw those in there, so... Give us some ideas. Let us yeah. know what you got going on, man. But I want to hear those. Last thing before we go. Okay. We have to we have got to talk about. All right. What's that? Well, maybe one of two You've things. You've got the list over there. So I can't yeah, I know. I'm it. looking at it. I'm trying to figure out what we're <laughs> going to talk about. Real tree or fake tree? Oh, you're going to step on some toes here. First, what's your opinion? Because mine, I think, is going to be the the... I am a real tree guy. I like the smell. Of, that tells me that Christmas is here. When I put the real tree in, and it got the fire going during the night, and watching, and it lights them, the tree on fire, and your house burns down. Right, that, that one you, you'll definitely smell that. <laughs> I think I just gave away my stance, yeah. but go ahead. So, um, but yeah, you got your favorite Christmas movie on. Christmas trees up, lights are up, the real tree is up. Smelling good, fireplace going. Yeah, sorry. I, I just I thought about it. that scene in Christmas <laughs> Vacation with the squirrel. <laughs> Squirrels going through the house. <laughs> yes. Cats chasing it. Oh, un- Uncle, what's his name? Uh, the cat getting fried. He has, on the lights. he has no idea. His hind end's on fire. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, but no. So that's, hey, that's I, I, I like the real tree. You're a real tree I'm guy. A real tree guy. I'm a fake tree guy. Oh my gosh! Okay, so, <laughs> so here's why. Here's why. Here's why. I didn't grow up with a real tree. I always grew what? up going down to the basement or going up to the attic and getting the the. And you know, we had off a we had old fake. Yes, tree. we had three trees that we put up. One in the living room slash kitchen area upstairs. Oh, so you're a multiple tree guy. One, yes. <laughs> <laughs> why do you say it like that? No, I just. One, the big one in the bay window, yeah, so that everybody driving up can see it, and then one, the family tree, the normal tree, downstairs, in the basement where we would—that's the tree that Santa would deliver the gifts underneath. And I, I am that way just because of the practicality <laughs> of it. Here's the thing: yeah. they're pretty. Okay, they are pretty. They're not a fire hazard. They're not as big of a fire hazard as a real tree. Okay. You don't have to worry about watering it. Okay. And if you want the smell, you can just go by Dollar General and buy the Glade oh, Evergreen really? scent and just spray it. Oh, that's real Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Christmas no. time. No, but for me, it's just easier. You know, you don't have to go buy one every year and haul it in the house and make that's sure it's got water. It. That's yeah, part of it. That's just... That's the part of I would Christmas. rather spend that time watching Christmas Vacation, Is, drinking hot chocolate, watching the fire... Than going to the Christmas tree farm, paying eighty bucks, a hundred bucks for a Christmas tree, having to haul it in, worry about termites or, or <laughs> snakes or worms or whatever getting in my salad um, when I'm making my salad. So you're so. a multi, so you're a multi tree guy. Well, that's again, that's what my parents did when I was growing up. That's how I am. So I'm just a single tree guy. You know, I, I think when you when you we, okay, all right. How many Uh-oh. how many how many trees did y'all have? Y'all should three. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll give you a pass on three. Okay, anything past three is too much. Okay, so that's funny you say that because I'm about to talk about somebody that you and I both had as a teacher. I think you had this lady. Okay, St- uh, Stacy Butts. Yes, I did. You had Stacy Butts. I had Stacy Butts. You had her for government yes. and economics. Mm-hmm. I had her for sociology, psychology, and government and economics. Okay. She, you step into that lady's house in the month of December, like right now, there mm-hmm. is a, there are hundreds, maybe thousands. No, Nick. Nick I'm Nick. not, ju- of all sizes, from like water bottle sized to, no joke, Brandon, this, she has 
probably five, anywhere between five to eight, maybe even ten regular-sized Christmas trees yeah. in her house. She goes crazy with her Christmas trees. Okay. It's awesome. Christmas tree madness. It is a mini Christmas tree farm in that lady's house. And they're all, they, they all have different themes. Some are like decorated, like you have a traditional tree, then you've got a snow tree, then you've got a... Uh, okay, I'll give Miss Buss a pass because that's cool. Tree. All right. Well, she's but cool. Anybody she's a cool else, lady. Yeah, anybody else um, who, who who goes past three Christmas trees in their house, it's just not necessary. Why is it, why we need why we need the three? more the merrier, huh? The more the merrier. Well, <laughs> that's what that phrase was well, designed for. That, the more Christmas trees, if you're going to do that. Get you a fake tree and get your real tree also, because you got to have the mix. Your main tree needs to be real because you need the scent. Now, I will I will give you that. That's where the real tree beats the fake tree is Thank the smell. You. I've been in people's houses that have the real tree and and gone, man. That's that smells. I'm worth something great. on this podcast so far. You what? I'm worth something on this podcast so far. <laughs> it's telling you that you need a real tree in your house. Do your parents have a real tree? Was that a real tree? Not now. They don't. <laughs> you grew up with one though. But they did. Dad would get them. He would he would go out and buy the. Uh, Twelve to fourteen foot real tree. Oh wow, the biggest. Yeah, it would go all the way past up in the loft. Up all the way in the railing, and uh, those are the ones I like. Massive, yes, massive tree. And if I, if I, like I could, a big tree. if I could get that in my house, I would. I like a really full big tree. But like Clark, I would be stuffing it in there. It wouldn't, it wouldn't fit right. So you'd break a window, probably. Like he did. I think he didn't he break a window. <laughs> yeah, he did, and had multiple squirrels in it. Multiple. So, uh, all right. That, what was the other one? Real tree. New Year's resolution. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. So I'm fake tree, you're real tree. Now, moving on. New Year's resolutions. Okay. Real quickly. Real quick. Yay or nay? Do you do New Year's resolutions? Do you think they work? I mean, uh, we got New Year's coming up. Yeah. Uh, what about you? <laughs> Way to turn it. Way to turn <laughs> Way. <laughs> Way to turn it around there. Smooth transition. Yeah. I'm not a big New Year's resolution guy. Yeah. If you're not disciplined enough to do something in June, why what makes New Year's any different? Um That that made would, me sound really Scrooge like. I apologize. I'm usually not that <laughs> pessimistic when it comes to things like Okay. I, agree, I think but, it's good for people that need to have New Year's resolutions. Yeah. I'm not a New Year I don't make New Year's resolutions. Let me just put it that way. Okay. Let's just say this. I try to Be a better dad, husband, son, whatever I can be, um, each and every year. And if I can just progress in doing that, um, I'm good. So, so have you ever made a New Year's resolution that wasn't one of those things? Uh, no, because like you said, if you if you're gonna do the the same thing. You don't do the stereotypical weight. Well, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Uh, no, no, I've never been that that way. Of course, I, no. A lot of the pessimists that. out there believe, like Valentine's Day, New Year's resolutions are just a way for the 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 private industry to make money, like gyms to make money. Yeah. No, I just well, you know what I do already. So, um, to make cause my job and and how much. Physicality it takes already to do that? Probably not. I think Probably that's Brandon's way of telling me he's a manly man. Um, sure. No, <laughs> not really. But um, You do cut grass for a living. You landscape for a yeah, you so have a landscaping business. Going, yeah. going out each and every day throughout the uh, spring, summer, and fall, walking all the time, um, doing physical work. No, I'm good. I'll, I'll stay at home. You're set. I'm set. Yeah. I'm good. I'm the same way. I, I'm around people that work out all the time, guys that work out all the time, kids that work out all the time. So I, you know, I'm always under, I'm always under constant pressure to stay fit. But Nick, somebody told me something about you though, not too long ago. Uh, what? What? Huh? Yeah. What? What'd they tell you? They saw you at a gym. Me at a gym? Yeah, in Springville. Must not have been gotcha. me. It, that was not me. <laughs> that was you. That was not me. That was you, Nick I've Wilson. Ne- I can honestly say I've never been to a gym in Springville. You haven't? No. Okay, maybe they were lying. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Who was it? I can't... Um, you can't remember? 
God. This is going to kill me now. The only gym I've ever been to was the one that was not like a like a weight room, like a football weight room, was Auburn's Rec when I was at Auburn University as a student. Auburn's Rec and Wellness Center. The, I'm going to have to think about it because I, I forgot who came up with me and said, hey, I know who is the guy who run y'all's media stuff. And I was like, oh, that's Nick, Nick Wilson. He's like, yeah, I saw him at the gym. I know he said Springle. But I, that can't no, be that, that can't be right. So this guy doesn't really know me, whoever this person is. No, he just you, for he just some knew. reason can't remember. <laughs> I think you're just trying to trying no, to trick I'm me, not. Brandon. No. <laughs> I think you're making up this guy. No, I'm not. This person. I'm not. Um, but it's killing me right now because I can't and and it makes the story fake because uh, <laughs> I can't think of it. Well, um, you know what? I think we're gonna have to leave everybody with that cliffhanger. Yeah, if we ever I, I, if we I'm ever sorry. figure out who this person is, we'll let you know. Yeah, we'll, in the next we'll, episode, we'll identify. The next episode I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get an identification. He'll remember. Order. No, he probably won't. But he'll remember. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. So uh, is that it? That's that's it for today, guys. Don't forget, rate, subscribe, review the podcast, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We really do appreciate you guys listening to what we're doing. This is really fun for us. We really do appreciate it. Send in the voice messages if you want to share your opinions on the things that we talk about or if you want to suggest another topic. Also, don't forget to click down on the links in the description. The more you support our sponsors, the more that helps this podcast. Penis people, penis. Exactly. You can you can actually donate every month, 99 cents. It's a dollar, five bucks, or ten bucks a month to help us out. The more guys that you do that, the more we're able to... to bring you content that you want to enjoy. The more that you tell us about what you want us to talk about, the more that we're able to bring you content that you can enjoy. So please send us those voice messages, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you are and help by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting our sponsors and supporting them because that supports us. It does. If, (laughs) if, you know, there's something that you would like us to do. Send us a voice message about that uh, as far as changing some of the format of the podcast. We're going to try to have more guests on the more that we develop this thing and, and carry this thing out. We really do appreciate you guys listening. This has been fun. And, you know, as the saying goes, don't remember, talk, happy New Year's, and go home.